very few quarterbacks are able to go from place to place to place and to have winning and to have culture change follow them. Kurt Warner brings the Cardinals back from the dead. I mean, he changed the team mentality inside out. I don't think there was any doubt in 06 of what I could do. The doubt was whether I would get the opportunity to do it. The Arizona Cardinals select Matt Leiner, quarterback, USC. You have a quarterback controversy. Who's your starter next week against Kansas City? What do you know about the quarterback situation going forward now? Oh, I don't know anything. I'm just going to be ready to play uh, whenever I can. Matt will start next week. Matt's done. I was never afraid of competition, but I was always afraid of unfair competition. We have a quarterback change. We kind of honed in on what he did well, what we did well, and we became a lot better. It's the locker room knows, and oftentimes it's the locker room that dictates things more than even the organization of the coaching staff. Kurt Warner was the change. Kurt Warner was the culture. What Kurt and the locker room knew, the rest of the world would soon find out. This is kind of how it's always been for me. We kind of sensed there was still uh, gas in the tank. Kurt Warner looks like the man that won two MVPs and a Super Bowl MVP when he was in St. Louis. Kurt ended up taking over and he saw the magnificence. He's still got that MVP form. It really kind of got your attention. Wow, this guy's still got some juice. Could I do enough in a short period of time to convince people, if we just ride this out, we've got a chance? Old gray beard, showing that his beard isn't quite as gray as most people think. And think differently is what Kurt Warner forced people to do. He changed minds, both about his own career and the state of the franchises he played for. Welcome in to Cardinals Folktales Renaissance Man, presented by 72 Sold, where we go in-depth into Cardinals history, all-time anecdotes through the recollections and memories of those who lived it, or in my case, those who covered it. My name is Paul Calvisi, Cardinals sideline reporter. Kurt Warner was done more than once, until he wasn't, until he earned one more chance and deliver he did. There is nothing greater in team sports than being able to be a catalyst for change. When nobody else believed in us, when nobody else believed in me, you guys did, and we're going to the Super Bowl! Give them that gold jacket they get when they go to the Hall of Fame. I hope to have another chapter here that can weigh evenly with, with what I did in St. Louis. And, and that's really the objective and why I came here. It had to do all about the Arizona Cardinals and what they're trying to do here. In March of 2005, the only one who truly believed Kurt Warner would come anywhere close to his St. Louis Rams glory was Kurt himself. He inked a one-year, $4 million deal at age 33, his third team in three years. Kurt was fresh off losing his job in New York to rookie Eli Manning. In fact, his last game as a starter was against the Cardinals, where Kurt was sacked how many times at Sun Devil Stadium? Here comes a blitz, and Warner is sacked again by Barry. Four sacks for Bertrand Barry, six for the Cardinals today. Well, if you can't beat him, join him. Kurt played in 10 games in 2005. The Cardinals went two and eight in those games during a five and 11 season. Kurt throwing for 11 touchdowns, nine picks before his season was cut short by injury. Former Cardinals head coach, 
Dennis Green. Well, I got an MCL uh, ligament uh, early in the, in the game. That's the type of injury that's uh, four to six weeks maybe without an operation, or sometimes it has to be operated on also. So he'll basically be out for the rest of the season. Before the knee injury, though, there were moments where Kurt was surgical, especially when throwing to his two Pro Bowl wide receivers, Larry Fitzgerald and Anquan Bolden. Back to throw Warner, a screen to Bolden over the middle, caught at the 10, Bolden to the 5, breaks a tackle at the 2, and Bolden's in, touchdown! Warner with a 5-step drop, lobs over the middle, Fitzgerald leaps, got it, touchdown Cardinals! Both Fitz and Anquan had 100-plus catches and over 1,400 yards receiving apiece, so Kurt's expectations were high for the 2006 season until April rolled around. With the uh, 10th choice in the 2006 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Matt Leiner, quarterback, USC. When we drafted Matt, that was the first thing that went through my mind is like, is this it for me? You know, will I even get a chance to compete moving forward? And if I don't compete here, you know, what are the chances that, you know, somebody else picks me up and I get another opportunity? Kurt got his chance, his opportunity to stay the starter. Week one, 2006 was game one in the history of State Farm Stadium. And Kurt played so well, he was named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Alas, it did not last. Week two in Seattle, sacked five times, plus four Kurt fumbles, even though he didn't lose any. Then back home week three against St. Louis, Kurt was picked three times. Warner takes back to throw, has time, fires over the middle, tipped, and it is going to be intercepted at the five-yard line by Atagway. Sends it over the middle. It is going to be picked off at the 45-yard line. Great diving interception. Warner in the pocket, fires over the middle, picked off, intercepted in the end zone by the Rams' Dexter Coakley. He takes a knee, and the Rams will have the football at their 20-yard line. Third pick of the day by Kurt Warner. A nightmare game that just kept getting worse. Warner under center, and he fumbled the ball. They fumbled the snap, and the Rams have it at the 17. Will Witherspoon comes up with it for St. Louis. Do you believe that? Boy, this is one of those games where it's going to leave a mark. A fateful fumble that looked bad and sounded worse when Kurt heard it from the Red Sea. Um, I got booed out of the stadium. Kurt Warner, the final fumble there. Uh, what did you see from where you were at? Just fumbled it. Quarterback and the center were not together, you know, and it's hard to say why. We had a, a couple miscues in, uh, in warm-up, which, you know, sent me off my rocker to a certain extent, and I yelled at the guys a little bit. I remember that play, and it was the left guard pulling that actually knocked the ball out of Kurt Warner's hands. Kurt Warner never told anybody about that. And everyone was asking him in the media, why, why, why did you say anything about that? And Kurt said, remember, it's always the quarterback's fault. That's Cardinals longtime radio analyst, Ron Wolfley, and quarterbacks know there's truth to that old saying that QBs get too much credit and too much blame. And in my post-game interview with the head coach, it was about to be the latter. Is there anything in particular going on, you think, with Kurt? I don't know. I mean, I hope not. I mean, I think that we've just gone out and played. There's some things that, that took place that were very well and, and some things that didn't. So obviously we're not all on the same page. Foreshadowing, because by the next game at Atlanta, Denny Green was ready to turn the page. Warner takes the snap, seven steps straight, drop pressure coming. Warner rolling right, sacked, and the ball's loose at the 25, and Atlanta recovers at the 21. 
Michael Boley stripped it, and Rod Coleman recovers it. Another fumble by Kurt Warner is 10th in the last three games, and Atlanta takes over. The ball came out, and so did Warner. Q, the Heisman Trophy winner. The Matt Leinart era about to begin. Leinart ready to take his first NFL snap. Cardinals still lose 32-10, as Leinart didn't fare much better than Warner. But let there be a QB question. You have a quarterback controversy. Who's your starter next week against Kansas City? Well, in the post-game locker room, we asked Liner live on air. What do you know about the quarterback situation going forward now? Oh, I don't know anything. I'm just going to be ready to play uh, whenever I can. Matt will start next week. Matt's done. You heard that right. The head coach bum-rushed our interview just outside his office in the Georgia Dome, grabbed the mic, and named Matt the starter on live radio. You know, as, as much and as disappointing as that kind of scenario is, at the same time you say to yourself, but I signed to be a part of the Arizona Cardinals. And my job is not to just be a good teammate and to help this team win if I'm starting. My job is to do whatever I can as a teammate in Arizona Cardinal to help this team win, no matter what my role is. And Warner, the mentor, was all too familiar with that role. You know, I had been there before. You know, Mark Bolger in St. Louis, uh, Eli Manning in New York, now Matt Leinart in Arizona. I knew how to do that as hard as it was. Um, that became my role. I think he's done a good job as well as you can do. I mean, I think that there are a few veterans, uh, Kurt, you know, uh, Bledsoe, a few other guys that have been around the league a long time, have been major contributors to the National Football League and were, you know, put in a situation where they became backups. And Kurt's got a great attitude. He's a tremendous guy. And uh, I thought he handled it well. So even in the face of nonstop change throughout 2006, from losing fumbles to losing his starting job, Kurt never lost his signature faith. Always in the back of my mind, I never lost hope that I still believe I will be the best quarterback here. I don't know what that means. But every time, you know, throughout my career, the cream will always rise to the top. The best player will show himself at some point, and it will be hard to deny that person an opportunity to see what they can do. And that's how I always, you know, went through my entire career. And Kurt's career was about to get yet another reboot. All that changed last offseason? Well, more change was coming in 2007 in more ways than one. On behalf of the Arizona Cardinals, I want to introduce our new head football coach, Ken Wisenhunt. Young quarterbacks that have a bright future like he does are hard to find. You know, they don't grow on trees, so um, that's an exciting part of this organization, certainly. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss, not exactly. New head coach, Ken Wisenhunt, a Super Bowl winning offensive coordinator from the Steelers, where he played a big part in developing Big Ben, young Ben Roethlisberger, akin to the Cardinals drafting Matt Liner. You've got a high pick in the first round at a quarterback, and that's always something that has great value to a team. But I think one of the things that you always have to be prepared for is who's your backup. And having a veteran backup, a guy with the experience of Kurt Warner, uh, it was something that I felt was a good thing. That would be a good environment for a young quarterback to learn and grow. I thought Matt actually played really well his rookie year, even though we didn't win any games, he played some really good football. So, you know, he was playing well, 
but there was just something missing. I felt I was that something missing, that I had something different that I could lend to this team to help us get over the top. It was just a matter of whether I was gonna have the opportunity to show that. Kurt would have that opportunity eventually. Matt Leinert started the 2007 season opener, a three-point loss at San Francisco. Week two, at home against Seattle, a three-point win, where Leinert threw for nearly 300 yards, which takes us to week three, when midway through the second quarter, we have a quarterback change. We'll confirm whether this is injury-related or not, but Matt Leinert's got his helmet on, and he's uh, applauding as Kurt Warner runs onto the field. Your thoughts on this decision, Wolf? Wow. We started running some no-huddle offense, and we kind of let Kurt take the reins with that just because he had more experience. Matt did it, but, you know, obviously checks at the line, communication with players, you know, those were things that you just didn't want to put on Matt's plate. You know, if there's anything that I do well, it's drop back and throw the football and be able to, you know, kind of run the show at the line of scrimmage. And so they were giving me an opportunity to show everybody what I was capable of, even if it was for two minutes here or three minutes there or the end of the half or whatever that was, I was going in to do what I did. Warner back to throw and his pass over the middle. Caught! Bolden 40-yard line, 45, midfield, and finally wrapped up at the 45 in Baltimore territory. Oh, boy, welcome to the ball game. Kurt Warner lit up like JoJo the circus boy and yet stands there and throws the ball on time. That was Kurt's very first play, 37 yards to Anquan Bolden. Kurt was cooking but there was still confusion as to why there were two chefs in the kitchen. So we got the scoop down on the sideline. Let's end some speculation because Coach Ken Wisenhunt telling the sideline reporters at halftime that the appearance of Kurt Warner was part of a package, as he called it. Those are his words. He said it'd be similar to as if you would bring in two tight ends. He likened it to a two tight end set. It was by design and it was planned, according to head coach Ken Wisenhunt. In the third quarter, Leinert played almost 100% of the snaps, bought down 23-6 to start the fourth. Warner checked in and clicked in to MVP mode. Warner takes the snap, drops the throw, pumps, fires over the middle, touchdown, and Quan Bolden! And the Cardinals have their first TD of the game. That was a great job by Kurt Warner of looking off the receiver. And credit the Cardinals coaching staff for sticking with, right now, the guy that gives them the best chance to move the ball, Kurt Warner. Kurt did really well with that. You know, he was a natural, he had the experience. So um, it really, kind of got your attention. Wow, this guy's still got some juice, you know, and he, he can help us. The tempo, you can tell, even though they're going no huddle, is better. Even Warner on his drops, quicker dropping back to throw than Leinart was. Shotgun snap to Warner. Three-step drop, looking, firing over the middle. Bolden there, caught 10, 5, Bolden's in! It's a touchdown for Antoine Bolden! And here come the Cardinals and Kurt Warner! Oh, that was a big-time throw by Warner. Kurt Warner brings the Cardinals back from the dead. Within three of Baltimore, Kurt Warner on the last two drives, seven for seven, two touchdowns, both to number 81. Kurt Warner is a sick, sick man right now. He is in the zone. Kurt Warner is balling. The positive for me was I got to play in the two-minute offense. Like, when I went in, it was the no-huddle offense, and I got to run the show. And so, you know, not only, you know, was it probably a little bit unfair to Matt, uh, but it allowed me to go, okay, I get to show you me at my best. 
Cardinals didn't get the win, ultimately falling in Baltimore by a field goal. But did they find the winning formula? Anytime you're working two quarterbacks into this situation, you know a change is coming. That next week, Warner and Leinart split time in a win against Pittsburgh. Next stop, St. Louis. Mid-second quarter, Kurt leads a touchdown drive. The next possession, though, would be Leinart's last in 2007. Play fake, Leinart in trouble. Leinart sacked back at the five-yard line. He got drilled by Will Witherspoon, who came out of delayed blitz. And Leinart banged up. He's going to have to leave the game. Liner calling to the sideline for Kurt Warner, and Warner's got to find his helmet. Now he comes running out of the field with a play clock already at 25 seconds. They're working on Leinert's left shoulder. You know, the way Matt Leinert came down on that shoulder, too, which is his throwing shoulder, he came down on that thing hard. Yeah, right away, he went and grabbed the shoulder as soon as he was slammed down. Boy, you don't like to see that right there. Guys, the uh, headlines are going to read Kurt Warner back in St. Louis. Looks like the rest of this game, maybe the rest of the foreseeable future. Left collarbone injury on Matt Liner is the official word. Return doubtful. We missed a pickup on a pressure against the Rams, I think it was, and uh, knocked Matt out. When that happened, it was, you know, obviously a setback for Matt, but um, we thought, well, now we're going to see about Kurt just in, in uh, being able to run the offense, which, you know, that's the reason that you feel comfortable about having a guy like that is because of his experience. So when that happened, we were disappointed for Matt, but, you know, obviously we felt good about Kurt. I know as well as anybody, I got my opportunity because somebody got injured and you never wish that upon anybody. But obviously, you know, going to St. Louis and, and Matt suffering the separated shoulder was that opportunity for me to get back in there and kind of run the show again. Of course, it wasn't without its challenges, like the very next week against Carolina and Pro Bowl pass rusher Julius Peppers. Back to throw goes Warner, pressure, and fumble the ball. Peppers sacked him and the ball's loose. And Peppers has it at the 37-yard line. And Peppers fell on Warner's left arm, and Warner shaking his elbow as he came off. You know, he was convinced that he could still play, and that's the reason he's in the Hall of Fame, because of that mentality. He believed in himself, and, uh, you know, he certainly backed it up. Just talked to the Cardinals coaches. Kurt Warner is the starter today, guys. Full go until he shows he can't handle the pain, essentially. He is going to do everything they possibly have in the playbook as if he was uh, fully healthy until he demonstrates otherwise. In fact, look for him to hand the ball off exclusively with his right hand. He'll be backhanding some of the handoffs just to keep uh, some of the strain off the left arm. The number one prerequisite to playing that position, you had to be tough. You, you would not be able to play it well if you were not a tough individual. But he was tough. There was no way that you were going to get him out, you know, even with the elbow. And it's a credit to his toughness and his drive and his uh, competitiveness. You got a guy with no tendon in his left elbow and <laughs> tape jobs and braces and he's completing passes. Kurt played every game the rest of the way in 07 and finished the last month on fire throwing three touchdown passes in each of the final four games. In the last half of that 2007 season, we kind of honed in on what he did well, what we did well, and we became a lot better as a team. We finished the year, you know, eight and eight, which was big for us. Things started to change for us, that people started to see me as the player that, that I was, and people started to see our team and saying, this team's got some pieces. This team's got a chance um, 
you know, now that they, you know, they're starting to build something that, um, you know, they could turn the corner and this could be a different Arizona Cardinal team than we've seen in the past. You know, I remember going in and having a conversation with coach, just basically saying, is this an open competition? Is the best player going to play? How is this, you know, really going to play? I just want to know for my mindset going in, do I have a chance to play? And he told me, yes. We thought because of the way we finished the 2007 season, that it was fair to give him a chance. It was good to see how they handled it. It was good to see how the competition went. And, you know, in all fairness, Kirk won it. And the decisive moment was the all-important third preseason game when Leinart threw three picks with a passer rating of just 2.8. Soon after, Warner went from mentor to starter. You know, it was a fair chance, I believe. I, I really do believe that, and I think we both played well, and they made the decision with Kurt. Uh, that's, that's as simple as that, and it's my job to stay focused and to prepare every single day like I'm the starter. That's what I'm going to do. Take advantage of the reps when I do get it and support him 100%. I believe that I can, I can bring something to any team that I'm with. I believe I can do that with this team here. I think the coaches have seen that, and with that experience and what we started last year, I think that probably gave me the leg up over anything. Up and down would describe the 2008 regular season. Kurt had a perfect passer rating week two against the Dolphins. Cardinals won an OT thriller against the Cowboys on a block punt in the end zone. Cardinals would clinch a division title early, but down the stretch, there was a lopsided loss at Philly on Thanksgiving night, a snow game jack stomping in New England, leading to that worst playoff team ever moniker. But Kurt Warner would finish with the third best passer rating in the league, plus three 1,000-yard receivers. And once the Big Red got to the postseason, well, like Ron Wolfley says, hold on to your butts. It's a flea flicker. Warner going to throw deep. Near side going for Fitz. He's in double coverage. It doesn't matter. He caught it anyway. Touchdown Cardinals. Kurt Warner could throw a Twinkie into a toaster. I mean, this guy is on fire. Warner with ton of time, throwing right side, fits open, caught at the five, heading for the pylon, and he is going to be ruled in oh. Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. Warner takes, back to throw, fade, left side, Fitzgerald, he got it, touchdown, his third of the day, it's 20-6 to six, Arizona. Wow, Kurt Warner isn't in the zone, he is the zone. That's it! The Cardinals have shocked the world! Trade but true! The Cards have done it! They're going to Super Bowl 43! The QB who was supposedly on the downside of his career showed the world how much upside there really was in his game and his team. When nobody else believed in us, when nobody else believed in me, you guys did, and we're going to the Super Bowl! Yeah! A surreal moment. Because unlike the Cardinals franchise, Kurt, he'd been to the big game before, twice. A fact not lost on fans, opponents, and most importantly, his own locker room. They believe, like old lineman Deuce Latouille and receiver Larry Fitzgerald. The threat he posed upon the defense, I mean, he had them on their toes. You saw the magnificence. I mean, he changed 
the team mentality inside out. His experience, his knowledge of the game, he knows exactly what's going on. It's hard for you to confuse him because he's seen every look you can throw at him. He's seen every blitz. His, his demeanor is just so, I've been there before, I've done this. And uh, he, it's really comforting to look in his eyes and, and know that he's done this before. And all you got to do out there, go out there and just make sure you do your job. Warner to pass with time, fires over the middle of the fence, caught at the 45, 50, fences lose 40, 30, goodbye, 10-5, Cardinals lead, touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald! You gotta be kidding me! To the house! Larry Fitzgerald! A 64-yard touchdown pass by Warner to Fitzgerald and the Cardinals lead Super Bowl 43. Of course, that's Kurt DeFitz with just over two and a half minutes to play, as we know how that Super Bowl ended. What we did not know was that Kurt was not done and He'd yet to play maybe his greatest game ever. Here comes one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL postseason history. And that's the Cardinals signal caller, Kurt Warner. I think about the last game that I played in State Farm Stadium or University of Phoenix Stadium. You could argue it was the best football game that I ever played. Fires over the middle, it's caught. Inside the 10-yard line, inside the five, touchdown, early Doucette. Warner's got time, steps up, throws over the middle. It's caught by Doucette at the 10, spins out of a tackle at the five, and Doucette takes it in for the touchdown. Throwing over the middle, Fitzgerald wide open to the 20, loose to the 10, Fitz is in. Larry Legend does it again in the playoffs. Warner hit, ball floats out of there, diving catch anyway by Fitz in the end zone. Warner's got it. Back to pass. Steps up. Throws over the middle. What a catch by Preston. Touchdown, Arizona. Boy, I'll tell you, he has been absolutely on fire like I've never seen him on fire. Kurt Warner, he had more touchdown passes than he did incompletions. Can you put his performance into perspective? One of the best playoff quarterbacks ever. And uh, Kurt was in a special place and it showed up today. You know, he was on. He was on his game. He was fired up. Kurt's last home game? one of the greatest playoff performances ever, and maybe his best game ever, where the Cardinals beat the Packers in overtime. I think I played as good of football those three years with the Arizona Cardinals as I did those three years with the St. Louis Rams. And yes, I went to two Super Bowls and won two MVPs with the Rams, but I still believed in my mind I was just as good a quarterback, if not better, with the Cardinals. Those MVPs and Super Bowls led to the Cardinals' ring of honor and the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Not possible without his career revival in the desert. I love the way my career played out. Very few quarterbacks are able to go from place to place to place and to have winning and to have culture change follow them. That to me is what I hang on to more than anything else. And there you have it, Cardinals Folktales presented by 72 Soul. Kurt Warner, Renaissance Man. Special thanks to executive producer Jim Almohandro, associate producer Cody Fincher. My name is Paul Calvisi, and we'll leave the last word to Kurt on what stands out the most. There is nothing greater in team sports than being able to be a catalyst for change.